This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Today, we are going to continue with talking about selling on Amazon. And today's episode is going to be specific to understanding how Amazon fees work. Uh, The last episode that we did, we talked about things that you should know about Amazon before you start very important things, but now we wanted to do more of a deep dive into understanding the Amazon fees. Now, Amazon fees are nothing new. Every single platform that you're going to sell on, they're going to charge you fees. They might differ drastically. Maybe they're similar, but that's just something you expect when you are going to be selling on marketplaces. They have fees. And it's going to be the same if you were to maybe open a Shopify site have sell vintage clothing on a Shopify site, you need to think you're going to have to pay the monthly Shopify fees to have the website, host the domain, whatever their fees are per month. Plus, you're going to have to have plugins that you might have to pay for in order for, you know, to fulfill the cart order, things like that. And then also shipping on your end. If you have your own website, you're going to have to pay for shipping, You might have to pay for Google ads, Facebook ads to drive traffic to that particular site. No, I was just going to say like the the fees are pretty reasonable, right? For like the things that it covers. Yeah. So it's not something that's like outrageously priced to where, you know, why are we paying these huge fees? It's to me, it's very realistic with what you get. So we'll kind of go into the four types of Amazon seller fees and explain each one. And then in the end, we'll kind of talk about the importance of understanding the Amazon fees. The first selling fee that you're going to come across is the selling plan fee when you open up your Amazon account. The professional uh, seller fee for the professional account is $39.99 a month. And that is highly recommended if you plan on selling more than 40 items every single month. So when you sign up, we kind of covered this in the last episode. You can choose between the individual account and the professional account. So we're just going to assume that you guys plan on being super successful with Amazon and you're going to automatically open up a professional account when you sign up for Amazon. The next one is going to be the referral fee. If you're going to sell on Amazon, there's two different ways to sell. FBA, FBM. FBM is fulfilled by merchant. FBA is fulfilled by Amazon. If you are going to do FBM, which is fulfilled by merchant, you're going to fulfill the order yourself when it sells. You are going to get the referral fee of 15%. If you do the FBA where you have them fulfill it, you still are going to have that referral fee. It's usually around 15% of the sale regardless. And it's going to be pretty much Amazon's commission for letting you sell on their platform. So an example of this referral fee, we sell an item for $29.97. The referral fee is $4.80. It doesn't matter if we're going to fulfill it ourselves or if Amazon's going to fulfill it. That referral fee is going to be the same. One thing that you factor in is what do you get with that $4.80? Well, you're selling on the platform that has the biggest buyer base out there. Amazon is a beast. 
Everyone shops on Amazon. You have a built-in customer base. So for 15%, Amazon's kind of your business partner, and they're going to take 15%, around 15% of your profit for that referral fee. So with the referral fee, if you're doing FBM, you want to fulfill the item yourself. You don't want to ship it into Amazon. You don't want them to fulfill it for you. You're going to fulfill it on your own. You still have to think you're going to get charged that referral fee of about 15%. And then you have to cover the shipping on your hand, on your part. So this is where you really need to think, and we'll talk about it a little later. Is it worth it for you to fulfill it? Because you're going to get charged that 15% regardless, but then you're also going to have to ship that item to the customer. So with that referral fee that we have of $4.80, if we were to fulfill that item ourselves, the cost is going to be around 8 to $9 for us to ship it on our own. So you have to take that into consideration when you're debating, should I sell this item myself and just fulfill it myself or have Amazon do everything and, and send it into FBA? So the next thing that you would have, if you didn't want to fulfill the item yourself, then you could ship it into FBA fulfillment by Amazon and they charge you a fee for picking, packing, and shipping the product. They also handle customer service, which is great. That FBA fee, it's a per item fulfillment charge, and it covers everything. Like I said, the picking, the packing, and the shipping of the item. And then it's based off the weight and the dimension of your product. So let's use that same example, that $29.97 item that we have. We had the $4.80 referral fee. And if we do send it into Amazon FBA, that FBA fee is $6.10. So the FBA referral fee and the FBA fee would total $10.90. If we fulfilled that ourselves, then we would have to pay shipping on our own. So I would think that it would give us more profit if we sent it in FBA because that cost of the FBA fee it's going to be less than if we had the referral fee and then paid the shipping on our own because shipping is going to be a higher cost. So why not just ship it into FBA and have them pick, pack, ship it? We don't have to worry about it. There are some additional expenses you will when you send into FBA. You're going to have to pay to ship it into FBA. Amazon gives you an incredible discount. I usually factor in about 60 cents to a dollar per unit. So in the end, that's still, even if we ship it into Amazon and have them fulfill it FBA, that cost is still going to be lower than if we did merchant. If you send your items in FBA, so you're sending them into the Amazon warehouse um, and you store your items in their warehouse, unfortunately, Amazon doesn't let you store them there for free. They're going to charge you a warehouse fee. Mm -hmm. um, and it's subject to monthly and long-term storage fees. Items 271 to 365 are subject to a surcharge. That is $1.50 per cubic foot. And then after 365 days, after one year, it goes to $6.90 per cubic foot, which is an insanely huge increase. So from $150 to $690. Um, they do give you an option at that point to create a removal order. But if you take advantage of that and remove the item, you're not allowed to send that item back in for another three months. So just something to think about. Again, we've mentioned it a hundred times before, but watching those KIPA charts, making sure that you're sending in good products because you don't want to hit that year mark and have your uh, you know, storage fees go up. It's a crazy amount, like we said, from 150 to 690. That's like a huge increase. So making sure you're buying good items, keeping an eye on KIPA charts, 
getting the items out of there if they're not selling and uh, coming up with another plan for them. Yeah. So those are the long-term storage fees. So those are just things to think about. Now, monthly storage fees are different than Mm long-term. So you have the monthly storage fees because like Ashley says, they're not in the business to store your product and they're not going to do it for free. So your monthly storage fees depend on your size and honestly, the month of when it's in there. From January to September, so quarter one, two, three, it's around 87 cents a square foot. So the monthly storage fees really aren't that drastic compared to the long term. So you really want to pay attention to how long your inventory has been in there. And then October to December, Q4, that's when they really raise the monthly storage fees. It goes from $0.87 to about $2.40 a a cubic square foot. So the monthly storage fees, you have to factor those in, but they're not that bad until you get to Q4. So really, when you're selling on Amazon, like Ashley said, it's paying attention to Keepa. You want to sell the items before they reach 270 days. So another fee to keep in mind is the storage fees. When you send your items in via FBA, you're sending them into the Amazon warehouse. They're going to charge you a fee. Unfortunately, they don't let you keep your items in their warehouses for free, um, but they are subject to monthly and long-term storage fees. So the monthly storage fee that they charge you, it's going to be per item and it depends on size. And it also depends on the time of year that your items are in the Amazon warehouse. I don't really want to get into like the dangerous goods and the oversized products, but just know like those types of things, dangerous goods, oversized products, those are subject to completely different fees than like normal, like clothing items or shoes or things like that. So if you have an item and it's in the warehouse every month, they're going to charge you 87 cents a square, a cubic square foot. And that's from January to September. So pretty much any month other than the holiday season, which is October, November, December. Once the holiday season comes, Q4, they're so busy. There's so much going on with people buying. That's the busiest time of the year that they actually raise it from 87 cents a cubic square foot to $2.40 a square foot. This is where Casey and I got into really big trouble. We had our one of our first really big private label orders ship from our supplier in China to the Amazon warehouse during Q4. And we, over a two-month span, because the monthly storage fees raised so much and we weren't used to that and weren't aware of it, we were charged $11,000, $5,500 each month because we didn't understand how the fees work. Now, that was a huge mistake. We didn't get that money back. But we definitely learn from it. So that's why I wanted to do a breakdown of fees. So you listening and you want to sell on Amazon, you really understand how those fees work. Pay attention to your monthly storage fees. You can go into your account and it will show you each item that you have, how long the inventory ages. You can get an idea of any items that are reaching the long-term storage fees. Yeah. So speaking of the long-term fees, those are completely different than the monthly. Um, So when your item reaches 271 days to 365 days in the age process, it's subject to an additional surcharge. So that is $1.50 per cubic foot And then after it's been there for one year, that actually increases from $1.50 to $6.90 per cubic foot, which is 
absolutely insane. So you can get yourself in a whole heck of a lot of trouble if you're not reading Keepa charts, if you're not paying attention to how long your inventory has been there. I mean, that's like we said, a huge jump in fees. Um, they do, however, give you an option to create a removal order as it's starting that aging out process to a year. If you do choose to remove the items though, you're not going to be able to send those items back in for three months. So also something to keep in mind, really important to make sure that you're sending in good items that are going to sell pretty quickly. And then you won't be charged the surcharge and you really don't want to hit that $6.90 charge mark. Make sure you understand how the professional seller monthly fee works, the referral fee, the FBA fee, and the storage fees. Those are going to be your big ones. Just something to learn. Amazon's always changing those fees too. The monthly professional account fee, they haven't changed. It's always been $39.99 as long as we've sold on Amazon. But just definitely pay attention to the news that they put out. If they're going to raise storage fees, they do give you a notice. We just honestly were naive to selling on Amazon and didn't know to really pay attention to those fee structures. So definitely pay attention to any news that they put out. They're always telling you when they're going to raise fees. And you might be in a position where you look at your inventory and you're going to have to remove those items because you don't want them to reach to that point where you're going to get long-term storage fees. All right. So why is it even important to understand these Amazon fees? If you aren't sure by now, we're going to break it down for you. Uh, if you don't understand the fees, obviously, like Liz said before, you can lose a lot of money and not make as much profit as you think you're going to make. Um, it helps to know when to remove your older inventory, like we said before as well. It's just really important to pay attention to this stuff. It's different than selling on Poshmark. It's different than selling on eBay even. Um, they don't it's just not set up the same. So there's a lot of different factors that go into Amazon and it is very detailed and there are a lot of changes that happen all the time. So just, it's again, really important to keep an eye on uh, those alerts and the notifications that come through and the emails that they send you. And not only that, but when you understand the Amazon fees, it'll help you make better buying decisions. Yes. You want to understand sales rank and Keepa, but you're going to know what items might be subject to additional fees, for example, oversized items. And I have a story for that. We were, you know, everyone knows we met in a reselling group. Well, that reselling group had a bunch of leads and I thought, well, they put out a lead, so it must be a good item. I didn't check the fees. I just went based off of what they had put into the, the Discord group. So I bought these they were coolers. And I was like, oh, yeah, that looks like, you know, I can buy it for $15 and it sells for $60. Oh, sweet. We'll make a profit. So I bought four of them. They come from where I ordered them. I think I got I might have gotten them on Target. They arrived. They were ginormous. <laughs> so when checking that lead, I didn't look at the size of the product when I really looked at the fees that would be encountered with that product because of the size, it was oversized and we weren't going to make any profit. So that was my fault for when I got the lead, I didn't do my due diligence and I didn't check everything. But now I know to definitely check the size of an item that I'm going to possibly purchase to resell. And I know that that particular size item is not going to be one that I'm going to want to ship in unless there's huge margins to it. So I definitely learned a lesson. And now I understand some of the individual fees a little bit more. 
All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.